Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by National Roper Supply. NRS has been providing quality Western wear and horse tack since 1989, and they are proud to be the number one Western store in the USA. From functional and fashionable Western wear and horse tack to essential livestock and horse supplies, NRS carries the products you need at prices you can afford. NRS is a one-stop shop for all things Western. NRS also carries our new line of modern cowboy brand apparel, caps, t-shirts, and hoodies, as well as the Cowboy Way protein powder. And for our listeners, use your special discount code, MODERNCOWBOY, at checkout for 10% off your entire purchase. Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand, and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer, saddle up old rock, and ice down a cooler. I drive that old back road until it ends at the rope and pin. We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs, $20,000 horses, then there's my own stick. Although we're all the same, the minute we ride in to the rope and pin. Hey everybody, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Uh, super excited to have my guest on today, Bonner Bolton. I've followed his bull riding career uh, and, uh, you know, obviously witnessed that horrific wreck he was in and then uh, have followed his career since. Uh, I'm super excited to have him on today and talk with him. Uh, we got connected through a mutual friend, photographer, and uh, Chris Douglas. Uh, that was the, the first connection. And then actually an, another guy that we both know, uh, James Phillips, the uh adaptive crossfit cowboy but uh anyway uh with without any further ado bonner hey welcome to the modern cowboy podcast thanks for having me on dan i appreciate it man i know we've we've been wanting to make this happen for a minute and uh i really am glad that you have me on today yeah absolutely and i know too that you're kind of pressed for time uh so we'll, we'll probably end up doing a part two somewhere down the road but uh uh anyway hey let's just let's talk about uh you know, um, talk about a little bit about your wreck and, and, you know, how that changed your life and, and how it's led you to where you're at now. I mean, everything from, uh, you know, being a professional bull rider to, you know, dancing with the stars to being a Tom Ford model and, and you've got new business ventures, but, uh, just kind of bring us up to date on, uh, on how that all came about. Yes, sir. So I, uh, you know, as I don't know who all of your audience may know or not know me, but I, I rode bulls on the PBR tour for about 10 years professionally and um, was at the top of my game. Had finally kind of gotten a lot of uh, past a lot of injuries I had earlier on in my career. Right around 2015, I was really in good shape and starting to, uh, you know, really make progress on tour and, and kind of achieve some things. Went to the NFR or the the PBR finals, I should say, and, um, did real well in 2015. And then coming off of that, the first season, regular season, event back in 2016, I broke my neck really bad. Um, 
and was at the top of my game. I was winning that event when it happened. I just dismounted wrong and came off wrong and, and uh, just landed upside down like a yard dart and all the weight just kind of folded up on top of my neck and broke my C2 clean through, um, you know, laid there in the arena, paralyzed face down, couldn't move anything below my neck. They rolled me over, put me on the stretcher, hauled me to the, the hospital and the ambulance. And on that way there, you know, and even in the arena, I really felt like I was having a, a come to Jesus moment at that time. I was really, you know, I think at my life's end in that moment and uh, really believed that I, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it, you know, really there was some moments in there where I really felt like I might, might be dying, you know, in that moment. And uh, that was a real wake up call to me at that time in my life. I was 29 years old. I was, you know, like I said, on top of the world with my riding at the time. And, um, you know, when something like that hits and for me, you know, I'd been riding since I was 10 years old. So 19 years of my life, I dedicated to being the very best in, in bull riding. Um, when something like that hits and you hit a wall and it's just kind of, you're not sure if you'll ever even like hold a fork again the right way or uh, whatever, you know, it's, it's kind of a scary moment as a 29 year old who's, you know, my, my biggest skill is bull riding. I didn't really finish college. You know, I didn't study a lot of different trades. Bull riding was my trade, you know, yeah. I pretty much put all the chips on, on being the best and bull riding. And, uh, that was my backup plan. <laughs> that was the plan A and B and C and D for me at that time. But, yeah. you know, thankfully for me, I grew up, you know, kind of into a lot of other things, even though I wasn't specifically an expert at anything else. You know, I loved art growing up. My mom was an art teacher. I love playing music, you know, anything artistic or creative was kind of always like, you know, ran down, down my lane, you know, and, and, um, my dad was a cowboy. My mom and her side of the family owned the ranch I grew up on, which started in 1903. So I grew up on a working cattle ranch, you know, and being a cowboy aside from the rodeo arena has just always been my thing too. I've always loved you know, just ranching on the, on a cattle ranch and uh, raising cattle and horses. And so there was a lot, you know, for me to, to keep my mind busy when I had that wreck and it really motivated me to want to get back to just being healthy, at least enough to move around and at least maybe get on a horse again one day. Right. And right about three or four months into my rehabilitation uh, the company that bought PBR, which was IMG and uh, WME, William Morris Endeavors, they ended up, um, you know, they have a modeling agency, which is the IMG part. And they scouted some bull riders that year when I went to the finals at 2015. They had just bought PBR. And they shot about 12 of the guys uh, at the finals. I think it was me and Neil Holmes. Um, Tyler Har, uh, you know, there was a handful of guys. I think maybe even Jory Marcus was in there. And 
we had, you know, they had just shot the movie, The Longest Ride. There was all this hype about PBR really at that time, kind of coming back into the mainstream. And so the next move for them was to find that, that next runway model, the cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm not sure that they got what they were looking for there, but, um, they found me, you know, and after I had that wreck, they had a, a real cool story to tell with me. And the fact that I recovered and was able to walk away from that was just really a true miracle to me. And I think everybody at that time, and, um, we, you know, I was, I was given this opportunity to go do the modeling thing in New York, which trust me in my mind growing up, I had never even imagined or thought twice that I would be doing something like that, you know, right. Uh, never considered myself uh, the model type, but you know, was happy for whatever work I could take at the time and, and, uh, start making some money. However, I might be able to do that physically, you know, and I figured, well, modeling's not that big of a strain on you really, but, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, I have to give it to these guys. They really, uh, you know, it takes a lot of commitment and dedication physically to stay in good shape as a model and, and eat right. You know, some of these guys may not eat enough, but (laughs) (laughs) there's definitely, that was never my problem. You know, just working out and staying in good shape was, was the next big challenge for me after not being able to ride bulls. That was, that was something to really motivate me in a positive way to stay in shape. And so I owe it to those guys for giving me that opportunity. And, and I'm really thankful to Sean Gleason over there at PBR for opening that door. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people I can think that the list goes on and on. Uh, Andrew G. Angola, with, who runs press media there with PBR, had a big part to do in just interviewing me and getting me a lot of, uh, you know, editorial interviews and stuff you know i think he had me interview with vogue magazine and all these kind of big fashion editorial magazines and stuff and and then before long uh, not long after that the dancing with the stars opportunity came along and uh once i kind of got to go to new york a little bit meet some people and got my story out there it wasn't long before they called the the agency and asked if I thought I'd be good enough to go and try some dance steps. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I said yes right away, of course, who wouldn't, you know, and I, I knew Ty Murray had done that show and I remember watching Ty on there and right. voting for Ty. And that was a pretty exciting time for the rodeo world, you know, for a guy like him to be on that show. So I was, I was yes immediately when they asked me and, um, of course the pay was pretty good too. Can't say it wasn't. And, you know, I figured, well, hell if I, you know, I've done a little two-step and I think I could, (laughs) I could do this, you know? Right. right. And, uh, boy, I, Ty told me too, before I went there, he said, now Bonner, you need to think long and hard about this. This isn't just some day off. Like they're, they're going to get you in there and they're going to work you for three months and, it's going to be every single day, day and night. And when they say this shit's hard now, trust me, it's, it's hard. <laughs> and, uh, he, he said they're, they're pretty, uh, pretty stern about, you know, you being on your game and practicing this is a competition. So of course, in time, Murray fashion, you know, he told me 
to take it serious. So I did going in there, you know, and, and I really had a lot of fun learning my dance partner, you know, she was really competitive and wanted to win. And, um, you know, for about as long as I, and hard as I could, I gave it my all, but that was about a year after my wreck. And they're about, I think the eighth week into that show, I was there for like 12 weeks. Um, I started really feeling the pain, the chronic pain setting in from dancing three to five hours a day, sometimes, sometimes close to seven or eight hours a day. And uh, it was like a real full on job, you know, having to learn how to dance and try to keep up with the pro, you know, right. It was, it was a full dedicated deal. And sometimes I'd be three to five hours in dance practice, practice with her, go home to my apartment complex practice another three or hours or so in my parking garage when nobody was looking <laughs> and just kind of sh- do some shadow stepping around, you know, and, uh, I was motivated. I wanted to do good and win. And I think a lot of the fans loved us just because of, you know, the rodeo world and another cowboy getting back in the, in the scene. And, you know, my, my partner was uh, a real pretty girl, you know, and they, they kind of wanted to ship us off with the, the uh, showmats, you know, right. and <laughs> and when really we, we had a lot of respect for each other and I loved her. She was a great girl, but, uh, you know, and most of the fans didn't know it at the time, but she had a boyfriend and um, I had to respect that. So, you know, there was a lot of we had a lot of fun, but it was it was all just uh, good, good, healthy competition for us, you know. And, and so moving on from that. Uh, because of that, I got afforded some great modeling jobs after that with Tom Ford and uh, American Eagle, Ralph Lauren, some really great brands. Um, Saks Fifth Avenue was was another good one. And um, I didn't do a lot of, you know, jobs, but the ones I did were really good. And I, I got to really work with some great folks at all those companies. And it was a real adventure for me. It was like, kind of like being a man in outer space. I'd never done any of that stuff before, Right. but I was 30 year old man, you know, going into it. So, uh, I don't think a lot of people realize that. I think a lot of people thought I was maybe a little younger than I was and that, you know, thankfully that was the case and, and maybe why I got hired a little bit, but, um, you know, it for me, it was, uh, it was a brand new experience, but I was, I had the wherewithal as a 30 year old man to kind of navigate my way through that. And, um, you know, I wanted, I didn't want to lose whatever it was, whether it was modeling or the dancing or, or bull riding, tying my hand in the rope. And I just took the same mentality to all of it. And thankfully that's, you know, the cowboy mentality is what's gotten me through all of it, you know? And, uh, and now we're here and, uh, I've been, very fortunate to start this company called Rank Ride Fantasy, um, which is the, the next sports book for professional Western sports and rodeo and hopefully other things uh, beyond that one day. But um, right now we're focused strictly on PBR events. Uh, it's fantasy sports for bull riding and you pick a team of guys and a team of bulls and they score points on you or for you through our website. Uh, you can invite your friends to earn bonus points. And this year we're given a uh, $10,000 bonus to the winner. 
and over 25,000, I think we gave close to, uh, it'll be right around 35,000 before the year's over for regular season um, payout, which is not bad for riding bulls on the couch. <laughs> yeah, 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 no doubt. And, uh, I, and I know that James, uh, you know, the, our, our mutual friend, uh, uh, James Phillips, he's, he's, he's hoping to win that bonus. He, he needs he needs some extra yeah, money now for some know, medical bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's incredible is uh, I really, you know, I love James to death. I met James about probably 10, close to 10 years ago, maybe. Uh, Might have been a little less than that, maybe around seven years ago, back when I was riding the Tough Heatman Tour uh, CBR events. Right. And James was traveling with a buddy of mine named Stetson at the time. And they would go to some different events and everybody really fell in love with James. And I remembered him from back then, but we have been disconnected through the years, just, you know, everything going on in both of our lives. And right. in uh, my wreck and everything, I got disconnected from a lot of people at that point and um, building this company back and then noticing uh, this guy named James Phillips on our player list and then he started writing our our facebook asking questions about the game and you know we've been in a kind of a a beta testing phase for the last two years working out you know some of the different issues and making sure this is a really great product for the market which we are now definitely we feel like we're at that point and uh pbr's right there with us alongside us and a great partner of ours to help promote this. And so we're, you know, we've been uh, dialing it in. We redid the brand new website. We added a feature for bonus points uh, where people can invite their friends. And one day James, you know, wrote the, the Facebook page and we started talking and got reconnected. And I realized, man, this guy's serious about playing the game he's really serious about winning this bonus this year and uh and we got on the phone and got reconnected and i realized immediately who he was you know and um and me and james you know we we talked several times at many events from our past you know when he would come and hang out and uh you know there's not a better um example of the great fans we have in our sport than with with james and i know if James was able, he'd be right there tying his hand in with all of us riding bulls, you know, and yeah. uh, because of James circumstance with cerebral palsy, you know, he's, he's been one of the biggest inspirations for me as a fan of our sport of someone who uh, is inspired by the sport and inspires others by his own life because of the challenges he takes on just with as an individual with his condition cerebral palsy he's you know into crossfit he's even gotten on some bulls and horses before and uh there's just not much that james isn't going to do right because because james is determined and uh he's a huge inspiration to anybody that thinks they have challenges or odds in life and you know, him and I got to talk about that the other day and just that he inspires me, you know, and all you have to do is look over your left or right shoulder to see someone who's who's got a bigger challenge than you in life. And and James is that inspiration to a lot of people. And um, it's just awesome to see 
us get connected through the game because yeah. he loved playing the game so much and, you know, loves the sport, <clears throat> loves playing fantasy sports with bull riding and has done really, really well because he watches and follows along. He knows the riders, he knows the bulls. And that's really all it takes to kind of get involved with the game we offer is, is just watching on TV week to week, really following the athletes, knowing who the up and comers are that are going to come and knock one out of the park, their next event, you know, and studying the analytics on the game. Uh, we offer a lot of, a lot of analytics around the bulls and the riders, just stats that you can see someone's uh, points they've earned in the game. You can see the points they've earned uh, just in the world standings all year, uh, what their, their buck off, um, you know, their buck off outs are, you know, their, their buck off streak, I should say, kind of like a batting streak, you know, you can see a ride streak for riders and a buck off streak for the bulls. There's a power rating, you know, and everybody's got a real current relevant up-to-date power rating. I think it's always based on their most recent outs, uh, through our, our software, which, you know, the guy that, that developed pro bull stats is one of our core developers Slade long uh really genius guy that that we owe a lot of credit to for what we do and um what's amazing is is when we came across james with the game it really you know set us back to kind of the original pillar and building block for what motivated me to build this business right which is number one the charity that i received when i broke my neck Now, I owe so much to Western Sports Foundation, which back then was Rider Relief Fund. Mm -hmm. And again, just all credit due to the great fans of our sport. You know, any fan can get involved with Western Sports Foundation. They are the charity and organization that takes care of the injured athletes because uh, unfortunately, it's one of the harsh truths of our sport. There's really not a lot of support for the riders in terms of insurance uh, because it is such a dangerous sport. Uh, PBR faces a lot of challenges there, uh, but it's through organizations like Western Sports Foundation that kind of take up that slack for the riders. And now they've got all these different programs, you know, how to manage your money, mental health and well-being, uh, family, you know, support for people that have kids and need to travel and all these different things. It's, it's really developed into such a great program for the riders and by way of James Phillips coming along and being one of our awesome players, we have now decided to develop a program called the cowboy heart program, which will be more for from the heart of the Cowboys back to the fans mm-hmm. and through playing the game, uh, you know, we're about to start running a campaign with PBR and with Jess Lockwood that the fans can look for. And when they see posts for the game from PBR or Jess Lockwood, there will be a code that, that they give out to their fans, right? And when the the fan puts that code in for the sign-up, there'll be a referral place where you put the referral code in and you'll put in code Lockwood or code PBR when you sign up for the game. And when you do that, 
Rank Ride matches a dollar for every one of those signups to help James Phillips this year. All the way through next year, we're going to raise money for James and help try to get him seen at the Mayo Clinic because James Phillips needs a new hip replacement and uh, has cerebral palsy. And, you know, he was born with this condition and was expected to live about to the age of 13 or 14, I believe, and has defied all odds and just become a very inspirational individual. And um, that's, that's really the heart and sole mission of why me, Bonner Bolton, built this company, Rank Ride Fantasy, was to, number one, help the Western uh, community through this new ecosystem, which is fun. It's entertainment. It's a game. It's a little bit of a gamble. You know, Cowboys have always liked uh, rolling rolling the dice a little bit. But it's also got a real, uh, you know, anthropology-type approach to it where we – are trying to do good things in support of the community, the Western community, support for the fans, support for the riders uh, through Western Sports Foundation. They want to get involved with this new program, Cowboy Heart, which is the flip side of the coin from the heart of the Cowboys back to the fans, you know, and that's really our sole mission and the basic building block that we built this company on and, uh, we can't say we're doing it to get rich. We've been running it for free for like two or three years now and want it to be right for the fans. We want it to be a really awesome, solid piece of uh, software and entertainment for people. And we've really put a lot of money into it. And I think going into 2022, we will then begin to start running a subscription-based platform where – Again, a portion of those proceeds for every sign-up goes to things like Breast Cancer Awareness, Western Sports Foundation, Wounded War Heroes, you know, St. Jude's, things like this that are going to help, you know, help people in need. That's really my heart and my my mission behind it. Yeah, absolutely. So now when you – I I just got to ask this. You know, when you – you know, had your injury and you broke your neck. You broke it at C2, and anything above C3 affects your breathing. Did, did it affect your breathing at that time, or were you were you uh, able to breathe Absolutely. On no, yes, sir, that's a good question, and no one's ever asked me that. But, um, yeah, I mean, immediately I felt like my lungs were collapsing. I had, I had very little breath. Um, one of the – the core things in my writing at that time that I had started started to do as like a key a workout and therapy was hot yoga. Right. And I did a lot of hot yoga. And honestly, that's all I could think about aside from praying at that time was just trying to, you know, implement my hot yoga breath, you know, <laughs> right. Three seconds in the nose, three seconds out and just control my breathing as best I could because I, I literally was running out of oxygen. I was starting to see colors. Like I I really felt like my soul was just kind of leaving my body and I was fighting for, for all I could to hang on to it. Cause I, I knew that really wasn't how I wanted to go out. And, um, I, for whatever reason, I feel like there was still some, some purpose here for me on earth. And, uh, I thank God still to this day that 
that he saw fit to uh, to leave me down here a little bit longer. Yeah, and you know the the other thing, just <clears throat> thinking about that because it, it it really is. I mean, it really is a miracle. Uh, you know, your recovery. But that being said, you you talked about your chronic pain when you guys were training for Dance with the Stars and stuff. Uh, it, obviously, uh, you know, any type of injury like that is going. You're going to have residual stuff. Uh, do you deal with chronic pain every day? Is this something that, uh, you know, uh, you live with on yeah, a daily sure. basis? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great question. I do have a lot of chronic pain. It, right before I broke my neck, I, uh, I shattered my, my right clavicle really bad at a, a built Ford tough event in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, which was like the first tour event coming back from summer break in 2015. And, got on my first bull in the first round he really blew out of there and came around to the left which was away from my riding hand and then just like fell straight on his ass in like a dog almost you know mm -hmm. and just lurched forward and then just brought me from the back 40 straight to home base real quick and smoked me in the in the right collarbone and just broke my collarbone in half like knocked a section out of it and i've got a eight inch plate with six screws going through it in my right collarbone. And I had to heal up from that. Like, I think I only gave myself about a month before I had to go uh, to Tucson, Arizona for the uh, last event of the season. So I pretty much had to miss the whole second half of the season with my collarbone or a good portion of it. So it was like maybe a month and a half I was out and Went and got on at Tucson, which was the furthest event out I felt like I could go before, uh, you know, other guys were going to move ahead of me in the standings and leave me out and not make the world finals. So I knew I had to go. So I went. I ended up being 91 or something on my first bull at Tucson. Won the round. Ended up placing at the event that weekend and made my first world finals. And then... Um, you know, was having to nurse that, that whole collarbone <laughs> into it the entire way. And, uh, and then, you know, like three months later altogether, the neck thing happens in, in Chicago. So between those two injuries, I get a lot of, a lot of fits from my body, but, um, you know, things like Tai Chi, hot yoga, um, really love getting in the steam room and doing Tai Chi and things. And that's, that's kind of like, you know, water therapy, getting in the pool. Those are the things that really help my body the most hot, cold, uh, transition from hot water to cold yeah. water, like real extreme temperature. Yeah. That's really therapy, one of my yeah. favorite things. It's, uh, yep. No, that's been a huge part of my, uh, recovery. Yeah. So hey, I know that I know our, our time's limited today. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely going to have to have you back on cause I, I want to talk more about, uh, you know, your modeling and, and uh, uh, a lot of other things with you, too, and your family. Because I know you got a lot of brothers and sisters, and I'd like to hear more about, you know, growing up on, on the ranch you guys grew up on. Did you, you guys still, does your family still have that ranch? Or? Yes, sir. So we uh, we started out there in West Texas, just north of Odessa. My family's ranch started in 1903 out there and still out there today. My grandpa's 91 now and, and still lives out there on the ranch and um, it's, there's a lot of cool memorabilia and, and, and cool heritage out there. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Hey, real real quick, Bonner. Um, I always ask everybody these these three questions. Uh, first one is, you got a favorite uh, hat brand that you wear? Uh, you know, I don't really, just because uh, I'm not sponsored by a hat brand right now. So you're not. Uh, heads up to any no heads up to any hat brands out there that may uh, that may need a new rep. <laughs> Absolutely. So I don't want to name one. I don't want to name one. Okay. But, uh how about boots you got you got a boot brand you got a boot brand um you know i really don't honestly that that's another thing i i really don't i'm not uh don't have any sponsors in that department either but if i had to say uh one that i do really like as far as custom factory or just factory boots i've always been a huge supporter of lucasi i got to do some work for them this year and uh, they're a great brand. I love Lucchese boots. Well, hey, we, maybe we better we better give a shout out to Lucchese and then one of the, a couple of these other hat companies and uh, get them to uh, sign you as an official official rep. That's right, man. <laughs> I, I'd love it. <laughs> hey, how about how about well, Cowboy? Thanks for having me on the show. No, no, absolutely. I got one more question. Uh, how about cowboy movies? What's your your favorite western? Okay, this this is an even harder one right here. This is a tough question because I grew up watching the, the Western Channel with my dad. Yeah, <laughs> and my grand my grandparents always had every John Wayne movie and every Clint Eastwood movie. Man, yeah, uh, I would have to say that still to this day, uh, Lonesome Dove has got to be my favorite. That's yeah. definitely the the number one. I think that, and then uh, you know behind that would be. Uh, tombstone that's definitely right up there with it absolutely absolutely man well hey bonner i I appreciate you taking the time today to come on and and uh you know i just it's your story is just uh, amazing and like i said i I definitely want to get you on again to talk about some other stuff i'd like to talk about the correlation between you and and chris douglas your guys careers because you guys kind of have a you know similar path chris was you know a model and all that and uh, i just i think that's i think it's super cool no, absolutely. I've loved getting to work with Chris this year. It was uh, kind of a long time in the making. I've seen his his work through photos for a long time on the internet, and yeah. uh, he does the best. You know, I've told him told him to his face before. He does the best. You know, kind of rugged, edgy western photos around, and I think he has the best eye for it in our in our culture and community. And uh, I love his work. He's a, he's a great artist and a great Great guy on top of that. Great guy to work for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, so also best place for people to, uh, to you know, follow Rank Ride and then also to sign up. Absolutely. So a uh, couple things before we get off. I want people to know that we are planning a huge event next year. Uh, you know, be looking out for, for some gr- really big announcements from Rank Ride coming up soon. Uh, that are going to involve some really top names in rodeo. Uh, pretty exciting matchup between uh, the legends of the sport. Um, but also, you can follow along at www.rankridefantasy.com. And on Instagram, it's just Rank Ride Fantasy. Um, we'll be putting out a lot of announcements there. We put a lot of uh, notifications up. When you sign up, be sure to opt in for the text messages and the emails to get all the latest announcements. 
and um, yeah, get in there and, and there's still a lot of money to give. We'll be giving out, uh, we're going to be giving out about $6,000 uh, just for the PBR finals itself for that one event. We're also going to be offering a Calcutta where people can buy their favorite riders and bulls for the event uh, for ABBI stuff coming up, all the paturity stuff at the finals and all of the top, you know, nightly PBR performances for the riders. They'll be that as well. So lots of money to give out during the finals through rank ride PBR uh, fantasy. So go check it out. Rankridefantasy.com. Very cool. Well, Hey, and, don't forget, it's completely free. Yes. Free till 2022. Yep. Yep. Perfect. All right, Bonner. Well, hey, man, again, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. And then we'll we'll get a, a, a part two scheduled here in the not too distant future. And uh, I'd love that, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me on today. I really enjoyed it. And uh, just getting an opportunity to share my story with you guys and talk about the brand. Absolutely. Appreciate it, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. And then uh, we'll talk soon. Sounds good, Dan. Take care, yep. buddy. Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer. Saddle up old rock and ice down a cooler. I drive that old back road until it ends at the rope and pin. We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs. $20,000 horses. Then there's my own stick Although we're all the same The minute we ride in To the roping pen Well, I ain't no play your speed But I give her hell They never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers and we'll tell a few lies. Kick back in the saddle and philosophize most of life's problems. Yeah, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. Yeah, we don't do it for the money. You were always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope Now he's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pen And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack You can back it up Oh, but we're all friends No matter who wins down at the roping pen Well, I ain't no play your speed But I give her hell Hey, you never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn another pin of steers Tell a few more lies Drink another beer and hypothesize most of life's problems. By God, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. We'll see y'all again next weekend down at the roping pen.
down 